0: Good morning. Welcome to the 30-Day Healthy and Happy Challenge. The 30-Day Challenge is designed to develop essential habits that will improve your health and happiness. Log in at solanofit.com with your email address to get your 30-day calendar. Today is day 14. Are you ready? You are now listening to the Solano Fit Podcast. Featuring fitness to change your life and inspiration to live your best. Here's your host, O. Johnson. For those of you following along the 30-day healthy and happy challenge, congratulations! You've hit the two-week mark. Now some of you may be thinking, that's not a big deal. It's only been 14 days, there's no need to celebrate, and I got a long way to go. While others may think, good gracious, it's only been 14 days! I feel like I've been at this for a year and I'm struggling already. If you're in the former group, great! Yes, you may have a long way to go, but taking stock of how far you've come and being grateful is equal parts important as we learned in day 7. Don't forget to smell the roses. It will propel your continued success. If you're in the group that is struggling or feeling a bit worn down, there's good news for you too. Struggling is proof that you've reached a new threshold of change. Old habits die hard. Creating new ones to replace them is the challenge. So while the struggle is real, it's completely natural and necessary. Bad days do occur. Days where you feel overwhelmed or you miss the mark are all part of the success. Growth is hardly linear. And I really appreciate that popular picture, you know, the one with all the squiggly lines reminding us how success really happens? Sometimes we need that reminder. If you're unfamiliar, I'll drop it in the show notes. In that same vein, another thing that's been useful to me with my goals is called the trans-theoretical model, or the stages of change. It was created in the late 70s by clinical psychologist James Prochaska. The model suggests that change doesn't occur decisively or instantaneously. It's much more cyclical, Prochaska delineated six stages that each person kind of meanders through on their way to changing or adapting a new behavior. I'll go over them really quickly. The first stage is pre-contemplation. This is like ground zero. People are often unaware they want to change, and they're not even thinking about it. They could be completely turned off. The next stage is contemplation. In this stage, people start, you guessed it, thinking about starting a new behavior. They might recognize an old habit as problematic or dangerous. This is the maybe-I-should-do-something stage. But they could still be ambivalent towards it. Stage three is preparation. This is where they begin to plan. In this stage, people start to take small steps toward the behavior change. They believe it's positive and they believe it will lead to a healthier life. Stage four, action. People have identified the behavior they wish to change and they begin moving toward their action plan. This is the just doing it phase where the rubber meets the road and people actually begin. Step five, maintenance. In this stage, people have sustained their behavior change for a while and intend to maintain that behavior going forward. And finally, stage six, relapse. People fall off the wagon. Now, Prochaska originally designed his stages with smoking cessation in mind, which was related to his childhood growing up with an alcoholic father that passed away after refusing any sort of intervention. It wasn't necessarily about wellness goals in the way that we think about them today. That notwithstanding, in my experience, I found that while the stages make sense to me, the time between the stages is what matters most of all. That is to say, they may not be long. It might take a person six months between stages, or it might take six seconds. How one comes about doing a thing can be highly variable. The value, I believe, is in recognizing the cycle between the stages and getting some solace from that. Falling off the wagon is part of the process, but so is getting back on. The trick is in realizing that potentially every behavior has a relapse point. You might work out daily for 90 days straight, but on day 91, drop a day or two. It happens. Life intrudes. And that's okay. Remember from day one? where I talked about fitness being like hygiene. Even brushing your teeth could have a relapse point. Some distraction or emergency that occurs and you have to leave the house without brushing. It could happen. But that's not to say that you stop brushing your teeth. You pick up right where you left off the next day or maybe even later that day. The same is true for your resolutions or goals. Whether it's exercise, eating healthy, saving money, or being happier. It's a cycle. So the trick becomes focusing on how quickly you get back to it, not about how many times you fall. Specifically, it's about lengthening the maintenance phase over time and decreasing the time spent between relapse and action. We want to get back to the action stage. Get back to the just doing it. Realizing this has always helped me, and I hope it helps you. Relapse is natural, and if you lived forever, inevitable. So celebrate day 14. But also take heart that this is more than just day 14. It's your entire lifetime we're focusing on. Living as long as you can, as healthy as you can, and as happy as you can, is worth the investment. You're worth the investment. That's it for today. See you tomorrow.